Hi, I'm Rev. Myron. I'm a minister through Pathways of Light, and I've been a Course in Miracles student for 40 years now. What I've been doing for a few years is going through the lessons, reading them, and asking Jesus to clarify for me what it is he wants me to know. And then I write whatever comes into my mind, and that's what I'm sharing with you today. So let's get started. I'm looking at lesson 21. I am determined to see things differently. Paragraph one says the idea for today is obviously a continuation and extension of the preceding one. This time, however, specific mind searching periods are necessary in addition to applying the idea to particular situations as they may arise. Five practice periods are urged, allowing a full minute for each. As you see this, as you can see, Jesus is slowly getting us used to spending more time with our lessons. When I first started the lessons, it seemed that these lessons were intrusive on my day. I was working and sometimes I couldn't stop and do them. I also felt guilty when I failed to do the lessons. All of this was resistance but I didn't see it that way at first. Even the guilt is resistance. Somehow though, in spite of it all, I did finally get all the way through the lessons in one year. And no, I didn't do them perfectly, but I did them and I'm so grateful that I did. It made all the difference in the world. And so let's look at anger in paragraph two. In the practice periods, begin by repeating the idea to yourself then close your eyes and search your mind carefully for situations, past, present, or anticipated, that arouse anger in you. The anger may take the form of any reaction ranging from mild irritation to rage. The degree of the emotion you experience does not matter. You will become increasingly aware that a slight twinge of annoyance is nothing but a veil drawn over intense fury. So this is a lesson that has that familiar statement that a slight twinge of annoyance is nothing but a veil drawn over intense fury. Maybe you get that and maybe not. I had not thought of it before this lesson, but I see how this is true. If I am angry or just annoyed, I have lost my peace. Either I'm at peace or I'm not. There's no degree of peace. And if I'm just a little annoyed at someone, I've pushed them away from me, figuratively speaking. I'm not seeing the other person as part of me, and thus I'm choosing to believe in and reinforce the idea of separation. So it matters not the degree of the emotion. We are one or we are not. If I see myself as separate from any in any way from one person, the sonship is not whole. We are not, in my mind, one, and I will suffer for that. There are no justified attacks, it tells us in paragraph three. So try, therefore, not to let the little thoughts of anger escape you in the practice periods. Remember that you do not really recognize what arouses anger in you, and nothing that you believe in this connection means anything you will probably be tempted to dwell more on some situations or, uh, or persons 
than on others on the fallacious grounds that they are more obvious. This is not so. It is merely an example of the belief that some forms of attack are more justified than others. The tendency is to overlook the little thoughts of anger. First, all anger is the same, though some situations elicit stronger emotion. But no matter how intense the emotion, it is still anger, none greater or lesser. Second, we don't recognize what has caused the anger. For instance, I might think that the plumber from the other day caused my anger, but all anger has the same cause. We feel guilty for separating from God and need someone to blame it on, so we use these people in our dreams for that purpose. I could just as easily have been uh, seeing that plumber as innocent, and normally I would have. But in that moment, I was using him to project onto, and so the anger seemed justified. This is why I typically always turn my thoughts inward when I'm tempted to look for the cause of the in the world. In this way, each upset becomes an opportunity to heal my mind of another belief. And so let's look at our practice. As you search your mind for all the forms in which attack thoughts present themselves, hold each one in mind while you tell yourself, I am determined to see blank and name a person differently. I am determined to see blank, specify the situation differently. Paragraph five, try to be as specific as possible. You may, for example, focus your anger on a particular attribute of a particular person, believing that the anger is limited to this aspect. If your perception is suffering from this form of distortion, say, I am determined to see blank and specify the attribute in blank name of the person differently. You know, it may not seem like we are doing very much with this simple process, but we are instructing our minds as to what to believe. In several places, Jesus tells us to instruct our mind, such as he does in this one. Faith goes to what you want, and you instruct your mind accordingly. And that's in um, Workbook Lesson 91. Our mind is our servant. It does what we tell it to do. We have not done a very good job of instructing it in the past, but now we construct it, instruct it in a new way. These lessons are a perfect way to do this reprogramming of our minds. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I will be back here tomorrow with a new lesson.